This is episode 604 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. On today's podcast, I have a special interview with James Walton of the Prepper Broadcasting Network. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is usually an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website. But from time to time, I interview members of the preparedness community who can bring a ton of value and information to your preparedness. So links for this podcast can be found in the show notes or over at theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Prepper Website Podcast. I know that introduction says, you know, from time to time, I bring on a people to interview from the preparedness community, and this is like the third one in a row. And it just so happened that they kind of hit all back to back to back. So uh, this podcast episode that I recorded with James, I actually recorded it uh, probably about a month ago. So it's been a while, and I told him I was going to hold on to it because, um, well, just because of the subject that he's talking about. Now, the the topic is the 2020 election, right? Looking at the 2020 election. And if you've listened to the last episodes that we have, uh, you know, th- that I have for you. So last week or the week before that, we had Daisy Luther, right, on episode 602. And we talked a little bit about, uh, we talked a lot uh, about a lot of stuff, but we talked a lot about the election as well and looking forward to that. And then uh, the episode, you know, last week's episode, episode 603, we had Fernando Aguirre of The Modern Survivalist. And again, the, t- the topic of the election came up. And so I thought it was, you know, kind of significant here that we have three episodes back to back where those that I'm interviewing are talking about the 2020 election. Now, the whole thing behind James's interview and and what he was coming on the podcast to talk about was what the Prepper Broadcasting Network is doing gearing up to the 2020 election. So they are starting a 52 week preparedness campaign. And I think it's a great thing to be thinking about. And he talks a lot about it in the episode, but this is something for new preppers and also those who have been prepping for a long time. You know, that's one of the things I recently talked to uh, somebody in the preparedness community about that, where you have a lot of information for newbie preppers, but then there's a lot of people that have been prepping for a long time that might want some advanced things. Uh, But Sometimes along those lines is there's little hiccups and little things that happen and we let our guard down. And so when you have something like this that James is doing, this 52-week preparedness plan moving forward into the 2020 election, then it allows you to look at some of your preps and some of your you know, ideas and your plans and it helps to shore those up. So regardless, if you are new to prepping or you've been prepping for many years now, this is a good time to look into it. I think, you know, there's a lot of people that are concerned. And like I said, three people back to back, it wasn't something that I tried to force to talk about or to bring up. It just so happened. And I think it's pretty significant. And maybe this is one of those things, you know, when I always talk about being prepped and aware, this is one of those things where, okay, so let's Go ahead and and make sure that we our eyes are open and we're listening and we're paying attention to what's going on so that we don't just get sideswiped when when things start happening. So it could be nothing. It could be something significant. I think, though, if you are paying attention, you you realize that our our country is very divided. Now, in the on the episode, I say that our 
uh, nation is more divided than ever. And after I went back to listen to that, I was like, well, I don't know, maybe the Civil War, we were pro probably pretty divided, right? Uh, but, you know, the thing is, is that we are, after years and years of things being smooth, I mean, those of you that are listening to this, you're adults, you don't have to be a, an adult even that old, right? And you can look back and you can look at that time where things were a lot smoother and people were a lot nicer, you know, things were just, you know, moving right along. And now we're in this time in this area in in history, in American history, where, I mean, you put something on social media that is not, you know, I guess what everybody else is is desiring to to read or to hear and and forget it and so if you're friends with people maybe on the left they're going to get crazy people if you're friends with people on the right and you're posting something about the left and i mean whatever you you have it there's a lot of you know animosity out there right now and people are ready to end relationships and people are ready to go after each other on social media and just not only in social media but we're seeing it in the streets as well just because of the ideologies and the things that they're thinking about. So I think this is very pertinent to where we are right now. And I think this is a great thing uh, to, to talk about. And James does a great job of kind of setting this up and getting us into this 52-week challenge. Now, so for those of you that are listening to this on Monday when it gets, gets released, that's going to be October 1st. And so you will be able to go sign up at the Prepper Broadcasting Network for the prepping challenge, right? Uh, the 52-week challenge, and you'll get things in your email. So you can go do that. If you're listening to this all throughout the, um, you know, through the, throughout the week, don't hesitate. Go do that. Or even if you're listening to this episode into, you know, 2019, into 2020, there's still going to be a lot of information that you can gather and a lot of information that you can learn from. So I'm going to encourage you to go over there and sign up for the email at Prepper Broadcasting Network. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the episode with James Walton of the Prepper Broadcasting Network. Hey, James, welcome to the Prepper website podcast again. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, Todd. It's good. always good to talk to Todd Sepulveda, the man behind, uh, you know, the Drudge Report of the prepping websites. I still love visiting all the time. You're doing a great job over there. Well, I appreciate it. We try to get that information out there to, to everyone so that they can prepare. Hey, so what's going on over at your place, over at the Prepper Broadcasting Network? What's new? Yeah, we've got a, we've got a lot going on over there, Todd. It's uh, for those who don't know, the Prepper Broadcasting Network changed hands in December. We made some big changes over there with website and sound quality and that type of thing. Um, we have evolved lately uh, to not only offer our four to five live podcasts on a weekly basis, but we're also doing, uh, we do daily content over there, daily podcasts. Every day there's a new podcast based around preparedness. Some are brand new, some are from the archives of the Prepper Broadcasting Network, which, which go back, you know, 10 years. Uh, and the newest thing we're doing is that we call it the daily audio cache, sort of a play on the survival cache. And, and the daily audio cache is a chance for people to tune in for, you know, eight to 10 minutes a day. All the hosts do daily audio caches throughout the week. And it's a, uh, it's a smaller little bit of information updates. And it also gives you an update on the show that's coming that night. And, uh, people are enjoying that little smaller little snippet, you know? Um, another cool thing we're working on over there was, was we're doing sort of a Friday night open mic night 
which we've called Open Bunker. So we're offering uh, a Friday night spot rather than solidifying a host for Friday nights. We're opening a Friday night spot up to really whoever wants to talk about prepping and survival. And it gives us a chance to kind of link up with different people from different parts of this this wild world we're involved in. And we get to hear their point of view too. So, uh, But all in all, we're producing about 14 pieces of audio content in the preparedness niche, uh, you know, a week. And and I don't think there's anybody else doing that right now. So I'm, I'm happy with what's going on over there. That's great. I, I, you know, not too long ago, I moved from doing my podcast every single day and uh, went to one time a week. And I get a lot of emails. I got a lot of emails at the very beginning. and I still get emails from people like, hey, Todd, uh, I would really love for you to start back up again. But I understand, you know, that it was it was a, a lot to do and, and stuff like that to do it every single day. So I think doing it every day and you have a team to be able to do that. I think that's really, that's really great. I, I listen to a couple of different podcasts uh, on a regular basis that are really, you know, they do that eight to 10 minute type thing that you were talking about and they provide, mm-hmm. a, they provide a lot of information. They pack that in. And so I'm really glad to see that y'all are doing that. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I haven't subscribed yet to what y'all are doing over there. I need to. I need to do that. Uh, I try to fill my podcast up with. Uh, well, I, actually, lately I've been doing a lot of audio books, and so trying to to widen my perspective there. But I got to go check out what's going on over there. Uh, can Can people find you on all the major podcasting networks? Oh yeah, yeah, everything. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Every yeah, we're everywhere. You search Prepper Broadcasting on any of those, and we'll come up. Awesome. Uh, if you go to the website, you can even go. You know, you could click the all of the playlists are available right right on the website. So you can literally listen to all. I think we're at like six hundred and sixty episodes in total over there. Uh, you can listen to all those right there on the website through the Spreaker app, or just go. Um, you know. Uh, subscribe now we also we also have show pages for our hosts so if you get the listening and you find out you know i really like the i really like the father son team on tuesday nights for uh the show's called the next generation uh they do a lot of really cool stuff and if you're really into that then you can go to their show page and you'll get an archive of their shows exclusively rather than having to kind of filter through everything else Awesome. That's good. That's good to know. That's because people tend to relate more to, you know, specific people and that's great that they can filter down. What else do you have going on at the Prepper Broadcasting Network? Well, one of the big things that we're getting ready to kick off, we're, we've got a few hosts that are headed over to Prepper Camp this year. Uh, and we're going to use that end of the month, September push. You know, we're going to meet a lot of people and we're really looking to springboard something we're calling the 2020 election preparedness campaign. And this is a really big push to get people ready, not just for the election and sort of the chaos that I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this podcast are estimating will occur after the 2020 election. But um, to me, it looks like the year 2020 is probably going to be one of the wildest years in a very long time. And I, I just, I can't imagine what the summer of 2020 is going to look like. It's, it's going to be something, something for the history books in my estimation. So uh, 
we've decided to kick off a 52-week campaign or program, uh, and we're inviting as many people as possible to come join us. We're going to, every single week, focus on one particular topic in preparedness. We're going to do a video on that topic. We're also going to have a challenge on that for that topic. And we're really looking to, in a year's time, from October 2019 to October 2020, anybody who gets involved in this thing, we're looking for them to have a real solid base of preparedness or build on a real solid base of preparedness that they might already have in order to have a really, in order to have an answer for whatever goes on in the fall of 2020 or even in the summer of 2020. Well, you know, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to think that if things don't go the way a certain group believes it needs to go when the elections come around, I, I, it's not too hard to see that there would be a lot of chaos and a lot of things going on. I mean, our country is very, our world is very divided, but our country is more divided than it ever has been. Do you foresee a lot of crazy things? I mean, what do you think it's going to look like? I don't think we've ever been in a position with so many possibilities. And that's what really makes 2020 stand out to me. You know, it's, I was thinking about this earlier last week. I was starting to wonder if this trade situation with China would be a catalyst for a major war and it would be something that we'd look back on in history, you know, in the same way the story we look at the, it's sort of the Ferdinand situation in World War One. you know, would it be something like that? Because this has, this is having implications in the foreground and in the background all over the place, totally separate of the presidential election, you know, the agricultural situation in our nation, which is being affected by these trade wars, but more so being affected by Mother Nature, is something that everybody should be worried about. And I, I can't understand why anyone would assume that it's not going to be another year of flooding next year in the Midwest. And how many years of flooding can we have until we start to see serious repercussions? How many farmers are going to take the loss and take the loss? See, they're taking a loss based on the fact that China's not going to buy any agricultural products from us now because of this trade situation, but they're also taking a loss from mother nature and any businessman knows <laughs> there's only so much loss you can take before you walk away unless you're a glutton, unless you got really deep pockets on top of that. So I get really nervous about uh, farmers calling it quits after another year of mother nature's wrath and, and, and if we don't shore this thing up where we can export our food the way that the farmers are used to, or even more terrifying, a 100% subsidization of, of food production from the government. I mean, that's <laughs> Russia and scary to me. The other thing that, I, that really makes me nervous, Todd, and this is something that I was talking about on Patreon the other day that I don't see a lot of people talking about is there's a lot of trouble recruiting police all over the nation. This, spur, this was spurred. I mean, I read the, the news about Portland, and I understand the situation in Portland and Chicago, and they're in, they're in hell over there. But what really made me nervous, I was watching a YouTube video, and before the video came on, there was a commercial from the state police of Virginia, and it was a recruitment commercial. So then it had me, it had me thinking, what's going on around the nation after, after eight years of Barack Obama, who basically ran the police through the dirt 
you know, what is, what is going on in the minds of the young people who are coming of age and saying, do I want to be a police officer or not? Well, it, what it looks like to me based on what I've read is that it's going to be a tough go recruiting police. It's going to be a tough go keeping good police. And that is everything. That is everything if we think we're going to stop what is going to happen in 2020 when, when this election cycle really starts spinning. You know, because the, the most radical of the left wing, they're not, they're not out to see any Democrat win. That's one of the big differences, right? You take the most staunch conservative and they'll say, all right, well, you know, is, if we get a Republican in there, it's better than a Democrat. They don't think that way. They think this is our candidate. And if anything happens against that candidate, then we're going to just riot. You know, it was that way with Hillary, if you remember. There weren't, it wasn't like everyone was happy that Hillary was the candidate. There were problems just with her being the candidate because Bernie was the, the radical left's man. So that's just a few <laughs> of the really serious problems that, that we're going to be dealing with in 2020 and the reason that, that I think we need to grab as many people as possible and, and really focus on things like storing food, storing water, having backup power solutions, understanding your capabilities in first aid, uh, security of your home, getting networked within your community, and Another big piece of the of the 52-week campaign, Todd, is going to be evacuation. We're going to focus on evacuation and, and the idea of, you know, it may get to the point where it's time to go and you should have a sturdy evacuation plan to get out of there. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the list because I asked you, I'm like, all right, James, I, I, I want to see what your plan is. And you sent it over to me and it's a pretty extensive list. I mean, people who are going through this year-long trek with you, it's, uh, I mean, they're going to get a lot of cool stuff. They're going to get a lot of information. And the great thing is, is like, it's not just you providing this, it's your team over there at Prepper Broadcasting Network. So when I'm looking at this and what you're, what you're planning every single month, man, it's really, it's really great. And it get, gets people to, you know, you're breaking down preparedness into little chunks, getting them to think about it and focus down on this. So my question, my next question is, who is this campaign for? Who is this, you know, who are you aiming towards? Are you looking at new preppers or people that are maybe starting to look at the world and start, you know, like, hey, what the heck? And then they come across Prepper Broadcasting Network, or are you focusing on, you know, people that have been prepping for a while? Maybe they've, uh, you know, they started to started to wane a little bit like, hey, we got a Republican president. We're good. Let's uh, back off the preparedness a little bit. I mean, really, what, you know, what's your goal there as far as who you are trying to target? Well, this is, a, this is a honing program. And right off the top, what everyone needs to understand is I'm doing it. Even if I've done it already, even if I don't need to do it, I'm doing it. So we're opening up the 52-week program with physical fitness, which is a big part of my life. Everything that we talk about, every challenge that we have for those 52 weeks, I'm doing. So it's, it's definitely not, it's definitely not a situation and all my hosts are going to do it too. I mean, they're, they're, everybody's on board. It's just good. It's a good practice right now. So it's definitely not something that we're hanging over the heads of people who are less prepared. Like this is what you need to do to be prepared. No, this, we've really, we've created some really interesting stuff that are, that that's helping people manage their year in preparedness. And one of those things is called the Preparedness Master Schedule. And Todd, you let me know if you want a copy of that. I'll send it to you. But it's, it's basically a document I used to use 
in business when I worked as a, a food safety and safety manager. There were these tremendous amounts of uh, inspections and high profile inspections with very strict guidelines that you had to make sure these things were done on a yearly basis. And if you didn't, you were going to fail your inspection and that was going to cost your company a lot of money. So I took a document that basically gave me success in that field for years and I whipped it up into a preparedness document that allows you to build your entire year out based on the things that you need to accomplish for this year to be a success in preparedness. And this is really an expansion on that sort of uh, maintenance mindset that I think that I think is missing in the prepping world. You know, it's we buy stuff, we do stuff and we learn stuff and we get ourselves into a spot that feels comfortable, but where we get in trouble is like, let me give you an example, is it's the bug out bag, right? So you build this bug out bag, you store it, and then three years go by and you open it, you crack that thing open <laughs> <laughs> and, and dust comes out and moths. And I think um, it's kind of a metaphor for a, a place that we all, from the highest to the lowest level of preparedness, can slip into if we don't stay on top of it. So the in to answer your question, the 52-week campaign, if you don't know anything about preparedness, when you finish, you're going to have a base that you can, you can either build on or you can live off of. You're going to have food to eat. You're going to have water. You're going to have first aid. You're going to have answers. You're going to have community relationships. You have to do the work and you have to buy the stuff. We're not giving anything away, obviously, right? And we're not going to do it for you, but if you follow the challenges and sometimes the challenges will be go buy some rolled gauze and throw it in a five gallon bucket. You know, that that's going to be some of the challenge type of things. We're all going to do them together, but you will, if you're a beginner, have a base of preparedness laid for whatever is to come. If you're new, I mean, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're a, a seasoned prepping veteran, we're going to do some things that undoubtedly are going to change the way that you prepare. You know, it's either going to make you better, it's going to make your whole situation more streamlined, things to that effect. So it really is for everyone. That's great. Great to hear, man, because I, I, of course, because of the podcast, I'm, people are coming to preparedness, they're hitting the podcast all the time, and I'm getting emails from them. They're new. They don't necessarily go to Prepper website because they don't have time to read, but I also have a lot of other listeners, like you said, that are seasoned preppers who've been prepping for a long time. And then there's going to be those that are, you know, they've been prepping for a while and then maybe they have a little bit of prepper fatigue. But as they start seeing things ramp up, I think, I mean, like you said earlier, there are so many, and you talked about food, you talked about, you know, China, you talked about some, you know, weather and things like that. There are so many balls up in the air. I mean, just the economy, the, the things that it's just going, you're having these wide swings right now. Uh, I was looking at silver. Silver is higher than it has ever been in, you know, uh, more than a year. And it's just, you know, you have all these things that are, that are going on, all these things up in the air. And so I think a lot of people are starting to, maybe if they did prep for a while, they're starting to come back and like, okay, um, some of the things that people talked about in the preparedness community, I'm seeing some of these things in the news. I'm seeing some of these things in social media. I'm hearing about things that are happening in my local community. And so, you know, maybe I'm getting a little bit, you're getting some flashbacks here of what I need to, uh, 
you know, that I remember about preparedness and maybe I need to ramp things back up again. And so this is a great way to, to do this and a great way to start uh, focusing on this. You know, you're talking about food. I read an article, one point, or every, farmers, there's an average that they are in debt, $1.3 million in debt for a farmer. And then you have, you throw on top of that, a bad growing season, you throw on top of that, you know, issues with exports, man, you're, you're looking at this, this perfect storm, right? Where we're going to have some issues and, you know, we can say we have land to farm, but if they don't have the money to be able to pay for their tractors and pay for the seed and pay for, you know, watering and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We're looking at some very curious times ahead. And so having a plan like this is 52 week plan. I think it's, it's really great. Yeah, one of the things, Todd, that is unique, I think, about the, the group of hosts that we have is we all believe that, and, and I understand this is not for everyone first and foremost, but we, we live by an idea that we can't you, can't, you can't base your actions on what the most people will do. You know, you have to base your actions on the best that you can be and, and how you want to live and understand that not everybody's going to live that way, and that's fine. But we all have woven preparedness into our life. You know, every host on the Prepper Broadcasting Network has done that. And I think where people get in trouble is when they try to jump from the, the, the consumerist or whatever kind of lifestyle they live, rock that they're on, and they try to jump back and forth from that to the preparedness rock. And that's where you forget about things and that's where you leave things unchecked for a year or two years. And that's where you have to do this crazy rush of, Oh God, the elections next year, uh, Antifa is going to start shooting people in the streets. We don't have cops to stop. We don't have food to eat. The economy is going to crash and you get into that panic mindset, you know, and uh, a lot of what we do over at the network is about that sort of speaking real people speaking from the, from a, a setting of we live this thing on a day-to-day basis and we believe that's the way that it should be done. And, you know, you have to balance yourself and you know this probably better than anyone because you, if you spend enough time in this little clavin, then you find out that, good God, there's so much bad in the world, it's hard to even take a breath. So you have to find the balance between scary preps that have to be done for scary reasons and also a lifestyle that's built around the outdoors and preparedness and, and the, the fulfillment in that, because there's a, there is probably the most fulfillment in that. Yeah. It's, it's really easy. Like what you were talking about, it's a good explanation of it. When you're going back and forth to be in that panic mode to, to fear. And the whole reason why we prepare is that so that we don't fear so that we have that plan put in place so that we're able to activate it when we need to and we're not having to, okay, what do I do now? You already have that in place. And so I uh, completely agree with you on that. Now I'm, I'm looking at what you have set up here, man, and it looks like it really, I mean, y'all really put a lot of thought into it. So how did y'all come up with this plan? Did, did y'all, you know, did, did you sit down and like, hey, this is what I would do if I was doing a 52 week plan, did y'all, or did you, you know, bring your group in? Did y'all talk about it? Um, I mean, how did you come up with the way? Cause it looks like it's very, um, I guess I want to say very specific, uh, 
on on how to go about planning your preparedness? Yeah, sure. I mean, we've got we've got strong beliefs. I think at the network, we're not all on the same page with everything that we do, but uh, there are six principles principles of preparedness that we have listed up on the website: uh, water, food, first aid, security, backup, power, and evacuation. Those six we've identified as a group just kind of to, to speak to what anybody can do to make a big difference. You know, what are the things, what are the six things that anybody could do today? Well, it probably would take you more than a day, but what are the six things that you could do over the course of a few months that would really affect preparedness? You know, let's cut out, let's cut out all the things that might confuse you, cut out all the, the things that might take your money in another direction because we all have limited money. And just talk about what you really would need to weather a natural disaster, to weather a situation like that, right? You have to be able to drink and feed your family. You have to be able to care for them uh, when there's injury or illness. A big thing that that I believe in is you want to have some power. You know, everybody has this idea in the survivalist community that they'll be fine. They can live in the dark. They can live in the woods. They can live in a cave, whatever, (laughs) whatever it is. I'm not for that, Todd. I want a generator. I want to, I want some USB power. I want to be able to power some things. I want to be able to communicate with people. And uh, so backup power is a big one on that list too. And, and of course, rudimentary security, right? We want to know what's that, that we're at least safe within our home and within our community. And most importantly, the place where I think a lot of Americans could stand to get way better is evacuation. I think that you know, the bug out is a thing and it's an important thing, but the evacuation is something different. The evacuation is something that you will likely face. The bug out is something that you will most likely not face in, in most conditions, you know, and the bug, there's a lot of risk in the bug out too, but, you, but there's not a lot of risk in saying we're going to put away 500 bucks for our evacuation. We're going to identify a hotel that's X miles away from the house and we're going to gather all of the uh, important essentials for evacuation in a small safe or in a, in a box or whatever you do. And when the hurricane's bearing down or when you get word that there's going to be a big riot in your city or quote unquote protest, right? There's no more protests, but quote unquote, there's going to be a protest and counter protest in your city. You use that evacuation to say, we're going we're going to the mountains for the weekend. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna play the game. That is what evacuation in America should be, in my opinion. It should be something that we that we know what we're doing. And I think a lot of it right now, just watching hurricane evacuation and fire evacuation. You get a knock on the door. You hear the people on the, on the news tell you it's time to go, and you just leave because you have to. So those six principles, I think anybody can understand and anybody can benefit from. And we added a few other things like fitness and survival skills and uh, really, really building your community because those are other things that I think are very essential. Yeah. And, and you know what? When you anyone who decides to go through the 52 week challenge, I, I'm looking at this and there's not a lot of things that you have to buy. I mean, you're not saying go out and buy all this gear. There's, of course, you're going to buy food and things like that but that's stuff that you're already going to buy that's just that makes sense to have that but a lot of these things a lot of these challenges can be done free of charge but if there's this big like you were saying earlier there's this big payoff 
when you start to put a little bit of time and energy thinking about this and focusing on this. So I think that's, that's great for anyone who's worried about, because I hear it all the time. I'm sure you hear it as well. Todd, I don't have money for a bug out location. I don't have money for this or for that or whatever. And, uh, you know, that, that breaks my heart because sometimes people have the impression that in order to be prepared, you have to, you know, be a millionaire and be able to fork out all this money. But with this 52-week preparedness plan, it looks like you can do a lot of it just by putting a little time and effort into it. Yeah, money is so rarely the problem, right? I mean, it is really just how do we get people to do the work? Because if you do the work, uh, most of the time, the money is just, it's just the one small piece of it. I could tell you right now, you want to increase preparedness exponentially in your life. You need to get out and start talking to the people in your neighborhood. And that's totally free. You know, but, but the, the leverage that you get when you start to understand that, oh, I have allies and I have strength in numbers in a disaster here with this community, you can't buy it. You know, nobody's got the money to buy a hundred families working together in a disaster before a disaster or in the cleanup. So it's what, that's one of the best examples of the idea that you just got to put the work in for some things. And we're not looking to uh, have people go out there and buy a bunch of gear and, and store it somewhere or anything like that. I mean, I, in my estimation, it's hard for me and it might be hard for you, Todd, but what, does this look like something that is, it's so hard to read the public. But when you look at this 52-week uh, campaign or whatever you want to call it, I'm not really too worried about what you guys wind up calling it. When you look at what we're asking people to do over these 52 weeks, does it look like something extreme? That's kind of my question. To the average person, if you could guess, would you say they're going to look at this and go, whoa, what do we need to do all this stuff for? Yeah, I, you know, maybe a couple of years ago, people would have looked at that and said, maybe that's just too much, you know, but in anybody who's a thinking person, anybody who really thinks about where we are in the world, and maybe you have experienced, if you're paying attention, and you're paying attention to hurricanes, Hurricane Harvey, uh, you know, the, the wildfires that have happened in California, the droughts that have happened, you know, things that, uh, you know, blizzards, and I mean, people were snowed in, you know, really late into the year this year. I mean, it was really crazy about when, when uh, there was snowfall and, and things like that. I think nowadays, if people are truly paying attention and they are thinking people, they're going to look at your list and they're going to say, that just makes sense. That's just common sense. Where This is not some kind of conspiracy tinfoil hat, doomsday prepper type thing. This is just stuff that would help me and my family be better off in an emergency. And I, I think that's, that's really what preparedness is all about. I think you're 100% right on that, Todd. So it's uh, to get involved in this thing, there's really no entry fee at all. Again, this is, this is kind of as much for us. When you have a group that is dedicated, that's the biggest blessing I have, I think, in the prepping world, Todd. I have this group of people who are dedicated to working together and uh, doing what we do on a weekly basis at the Prepper Broadcasting Network. And when you have a group of people like that, sometimes things like this are as much a, a gain for yourself as they are for the listening audience. Now, we obviously refined it a lot so that it would be palatable for everyone, but there were a lot of motivations just to do this stuff ourselves. So there is no 
entry fee or anything like that. There's no cost to getting in. The only responsibility I think that someone would have in getting involved in this 52-week campaign would be how they stay connected with us. Uh, the, the most optimal means is going to be to, we're going to send a week, well, we already send a weekly newsletter out on Wednesdays. We're going to send the topic of the week through that weekly newsletter. That's also going to outline the challenge. Most likely on the I Am Liberty show, I'll talk about the challenge for that week also. Uh, the host, I don't push the hosts to talk about anything. I want them to do exactly what they want to do. I think that's why they stick around. So they will be, they will be able, and, and I will try to influence them to also talk about the topics, and I'm sure they will, um, each week. We are going to do updates and things like that through the shows and through the mailing list. So I think if anybody's listening and says, this is exactly what I want to do, Go to prepperbroadcasting.com, sign up for the, the newsletter, the mailing list, and we'll hit you each week with a written section about what it is we're doing that week, what we're focusing on, and what the challenge is. And uh, you can also stay tuned to the shows each night to see what, what the hosts are saying about their own struggles with the challenge, their own path, uh, you know, and, and recommendations, you know, because we have we have some people who are, who are experts at what they do. And when it comes to security, I'm going to tell everybody right off the bat, you're going to want to listen to the gunmetal armory <laughs> on security weeks because Dane D there, he's a, you know, he's a professionally trained gunsmith and, and just a tactical madman. And he just, I mean, it's, you know, there's levels to everything, Todd, and this guy's up, he's, he's top tier. He just, when he speaks to me about tactical stuff, he makes me feel like my eight year old son. I'm like, oh, God, I don't know anything. I'm not ready for anything, <laughs> you know? Awesome. So I'm going to link to that. I'm going to link to Prepper Broadcasting uh, on, in the show notes. And so everyone can go over there and subscribe to your email list so that you can yeah, it's get right at the bottom of the page there. You got to scroll all the way down past the show player and all that. It's down there. Oh, man, you got to bring that up to the top somewhere. Come on. Come on. Right, you know what? I'll do that. I'll do that. When I get back home today. I'll uh, I'll put it right up at the top for everybody. Yeah, yeah. So can, make it easy. Make it easy for people to sign up. So when does this officially kick off? Okay, so the we're going to do one task and one topic every week, and the first uh, week is going to be October 1st. Okay. So we're going to start on the 1st, and, and the, that Wednesday of that – I don't know exactly what day that is. I think it's a Monday, but on the Wednesday, Wednesday of that week, we'll send the newsletter out. Uh, we'll be talking about it when the live show starts. So every Monday we do uh, something called Medical Monday. We have an, uh, a, just an incredible <laughs> archive of medical podcasts that go through a number of different hosts and a number of different um, topics. So we probably won't discuss it on Monday. And then when the next generation kicks off on Tuesday nights, they'll probably be your first audio talk about it. But the daily audio caches, we'll also talk about it as well at the beginning of each week. So really, I think this thing is going to weave itself into the network more than I can mention right now. Again, to, to take full advantage of this thing, I think it's going to be about proximity to the Prepper Broadcasting Network. I think the more you listen, the more you'll hear different point of views. I can't deliver it all because I have hosts who are look at each week and they're going to sort of develop their own mindset around it and their own game plan. And, and hopefully they do the challenges too. And they're going to tell you their struggles. So it's, 
definitely a living and breathing thing that I think is really going to be fun. Yeah. Well, and I think they'll bring different perspectives, which is very helpful because we're all coming from different areas and different backgrounds. Yeah. It's, that's the magic of it all, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. So we're going to link to Prepper Broadcasting and so people can go and sign up so that they can start getting these 52-week challenges and start upping their preparedness game there. Is there anything else here that you'd like to say about uh, your 52-week uh, you know, preparedness campaign or whatever, you, whatever official you're going to call it, a uh, 52-week campaign to get people prepared? Is there anything specific you'd like to say? Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you were a seasoned prepper, this is important. If you've been into prepping for a while, it's very, it's almost taxing, right? Like, here we go again, another bunch of threats, another bunch of things, another bunch of prophecies, another bunch of economic woes and things that are, that are probably not going to happen, but maybe they could happen. You know, it's easy to get into that sort of ho-hum mindset if you've been reading about particularly the economy. I mean, I know you read these articles, Todd, where you got a guy who says, I mean, it's almost on a weekly basis. You got a guy who says in three months, <laughs> the entire economy is going to collapse. So you get that kind of fatigue from that. Um, prepping is not what it used to be. Maybe it's just in my mind. You know, for me, when I got into prepping, I got into it because I was terrified. I had a new son and I was just not a man yet. I was just so far from being a man. It was embarrassing. And I had to change that. And prepping helped me with that. But I've built out such a relationship with this thing we call prepping that it's, it doesn't even look the same to me anymore. You know, what, what prepping really is when you truly weave it into your life, like I've talked about, is it becomes this beautiful journey this river that you're on and this river of prepping has an endless number of tributaries that make your life even better right so you're, you're you get into this canoe and you head down this river of prepping and you go into tributaries like homesteading right you start keeping chickens or maybe you start blacksmithing or maybe you go do some first aid training or maybe you get really really into building your community and, and getting people wrapped up in the idea of self-reliance and independence and all these things along with food storage and firearms and you know those things that kind of people think make up prepping this this whole journey you, you look back after some years and you realize oh this has made my life exponentially more fulfilling so what i would say in this in regards to this 52 week campaign is Yes, by the end of it, you're going to be prepared for the potential disasters that could come, or you're at least going to be more prepared than you are now for the potential disasters that could come in the year 2020 with the 2020 election and so on and so forth. Um, what you also might find is that your life's gotten way better because you're spending less time worrying. You're spending less time doing things that really don't benefit you at all. Americans spend a lot of time crushing themselves for no reason at all and you've got to get out of your own way sometimes and and for me prepping has really done that so it's high time we look at prepping through a different lens very well said james i think uh i, I really like what you said there about the river and the tributaries and going into the different areas of preparedness because i have seen that myself and i have seen that 
uh, how preparedness has benefited my life, not only in emergency situations and, or disaster situations. It's just makes sense. It's common sense. So, uh, hey, I am committed to uh, helping people get better prepared. So we want to share out what you're doing on Prepper Broadcasting Network. I'm going to share it out on Prepper website as well as I'm doing it here on the podcast. And uh, we look forward to, you know, to seeing what you're doing. I mean, I, I know because I know what I do for Prepper website. I know that something like this takes a lot of work. And so I just want to say right now from the preparedness community. Thanks for taking the time to do this. You know, you and, and the other hosts, at, you know, at Prepper Broadcasting Network, for taking the time to do this because I know it's not it's not easy to put in this extra effort and to you know, to go out there. You don't see a lot of benefit from you know at least monetarily. You might get you know people that are listening more and you get people subscribed more, but for the most part, there's not a lot of other benefit other than just knowing that you are being this great benefit to the preparedness community and helping people better prepare. So I just want to say thank you from Prepper website and the podcast and the rest of the preparedness community for doing this. Well, thanks so much for having me on, Todd. Again, Prepper website, it's, it's got to be one of the best, if not the best hubs for uh, Prepper information on the, on the web. You got it, James. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. Well, everyone, that is it. I want to say again, thank you to James for what you're doing out there. Uh, for the preparedness community and over at the Prepper Broadcasting Network. You know, in the episode, again, I said uh, earlier in the intro that I recorded this about a month out. And since then, I have been listening to a few episodes over there at the Prepper Broadcasting Network. And there's some really good shows over there. And I mean, like I said on on the episode when I was uh, interviewing James, I, I do still listen to a lot of audiobooks. I listen to podcasts in a bunch of different types of genres and, and industries and information. But I took a little bit of time to go listen to some of those episodes and they are worth it. And so go over there. And if you're looking for, I know a lot of people have talked about Todd. I wish you, in fact, I got an email just this week. Todd, I wish you would go back to, you know, doing five days a week. I really missed that. And I, I, I appreciate the emails, but there is a lot of information out there. There's a lot of podcasts out there that you can kind of link up with and and get preparedness information as well. And uh, you got a lot of good people over at the Prepper Broadcasting Network. So I'm going to encourage you to go over there and subscribe and, and listen to a, some of those shows and see which ones you really identify with and, and you want to continue to listen to. And there's going to be others like, hey, okay, I don't really jive with that with that, uh, you know, that podcast host, but that's okay. I'm going to go ahead and listen to something else. Right. And so uh, there's, there's just a, a lot of stuff out there that you can go ahead and be a part of. So uh, I hope that you have listened or learned enough to want to go over to Prepper Broadcasting Network and sign up for their emails. I know I did that. And so I'm looking forward to the preparedness challenge. Um, some of the stuff that I saw was right on and uh, I think it's going to be really good. So I'm looking forward to all of that. So uh, don't hesitate to go over to the show notes. I'm going to link to it directly so you can go and sign up even from your phone or, you know, your podcast catcher, whatever, whatever you're, however you're listening to this, right? Uh, this, this episode, I'll make it very easy for you. So again, thanks, James. And I want to thank you, the listener, for listening and hanging out with me these last couple of weeks where I've been doing interviews. I, I hope you enjoy them. 
If you do, you know, let me know because there's a lot of great people out there in the preparedness community that I'm sure that you would like to hear from. So send me an email or drop a comment over at episode 604. I make it very easy for you to get over to the podcast episode uh, in the show notes. You just click on that link and go over there and, and drop me a comment and let me know, hey, Todd, I, I do like these interviews that you're doing. And uh, of course, uh, I'm going to be going back to the articles that I read, but I, I got to tell you, it's hard to pick that article because I, I always would look at the articles that I was I, I was reading. And so it was, you know, I had five different opportunities to read those. And now like I have one opportunity and I'm always like, all right, which one do I pick? These are really good. So I don't know. There, there might be times where I, I read two articles. I don't know. But uh, there's a there's a lot of just there's a lot of great information out there, man. Uh, we are definitely I, I think James said that as well on the episode that we're not suffering from a lack of knowledge. It's more a lack of doing. Right. So hopefully some of these these episodes we encourage you to get out there and start doing some of this stuff. Continue to learn. Continue to put this stuff into your mind, into your heart. And but you know, continue to get stuff done. Get it done and 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 add to your preparedness. You know, what what you're doing uh, and what you're, uh, you're what you're accomplishing helps you and your family for the future. And it is a lifestyle. I got to say that it is a lifestyle. It's a way of thinking and it it does change you. So guys, uh, that's it. I'm going to go ahead and end it there for episode 604. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. You can head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com or you can search for us in any of the podcast catchers. We're on all the networks out there. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. Hey, don't forget to come on over to prepperwebsite.com and prepperwebsite.net. I've got some stuff over there starting to use that website a lot more. And there's some good stuff over there as well. But prepperwebsite.com is the place where we load preparedness articles 24-7, somewhere between 8 to 12 articles every single day, along with pages that are dedicated to you know different I guess streams of preparedness. You got firearms, you got conspiracy theories, you got alternative news, you've got homesteading, frugal living. There's just a lot of great information over there. So I hope you will come over to Prepper website, be a part of that. And also I hope you will join the email list. I send out great stuff every week. A lot of the times, two times a week, something on Tuesday that I'm doing and, and or maybe an article that I have written or a video that I have done. And then the Saturday prep that goes out every Saturday. And so I have a, a lot of ways that you can connect with me. And I hope you do. I appreciate every single one of you. And I just want to say thank you. With that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.